Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Did you hear that? My well, stomach's rumbling. Is that your tummy? Yeah, my you tummy. you eat anything today? Uh, no, not at all. Have you? Uh, yeah, I had a... Uh... Do, oh, do we have any more sparkling water in the fridge? We have non-flavored sparkling water if you just want bland sipping drink I so, do need a sipping drink see uh, spark this sparkling water is just how I stay this is Armenian sparkling water actually Ooh, okay well welcome everybody welcome this is episode 186 of the super the seven seven the super mega cast 187 uh and uh any updates on your life dude well we've been stuck in quarantine uh <laughs> and Here's something fascinating. I believe on the last episode, we found out mid-episode that coronavirus cases in the United States had passed 100,000. Since then, they've tripled. It's now over 300,000. Mm-hmm. So y'all better start wearing a damn mask and staying indoors. And the the peak is apparently going to hit mid-April. That's what I've heard. Really? The peak in the United States. <gasps> they're looking at potentially. This is what I've read and heard. It could be wrong. Do not listen, but like look it up for yourself to see if I am correct and make your own judgments. But I've heard that the peak in America could be something of like 4,000 deaths, something like that what? in a day. 4,000 deaths in a day? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. That's really scary. Yeah, I mean, the numbers, uh, but that's not like gonna, that's not like every day of yeah. May. It's, well, it's like at the few, the few days at the peak, I feel is that's what they've said. I watched, uh, Vox did a really good video about, uh, a lot of people, my dad included, compare it to the flu. And they're like, oh, it's just, you know, the flu kills more people. And it was a really good video kind of breaking down, like, why it's not the same as the flu. It's a different type of virus than the flu, too. Yeah, well, not even just the fact that it's, like, a different type of virus. just But it, it showed a bunch of, like, uh, statistics on, on why it's different. Where basically the flu, when uh, you get sick, like, when you catch it, usually within two days is is when, you know, like... You show symptoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like pr- a pretty long time. Uh, and then once you realize that, then you quarantine yourself so you don't give it to other people. But with coronavirus, you have up to 12 days where you don't know you have it, but you're spreading symptoms. Mm-hmm. So basically, and then you quarantine yourself. So it's like for the flu and coronavirus, those are flipped Yeah, with, with each other. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that's why uh, it's so bad because it can be spread like not like the flu. It can be spread for so long because you don't know you have it. Do you think there's a potential that, you know, because earlier, a few episodes ago, I was talking about 
I think I made the you scratching. You no, got, the, you got some crust on. Yeah, what is that? Kind of your gooch area. It feels like uh, I, I was I was feeling my gooch area. Yeah, on you my started tongue. scratching vigorously, and then it's so off. I took. What no. is it? Did I sit on something? I don't know. It looks like you sat on a booger or something. No, like a big it feels old wet like, loogie. I know what it is. I was eating a breakfast wrap in the car. Is that egg and juice? And some eggs fell out. Okay. And I believe that I probably sat on it. Okay. All right. Sorry. Continue. Uh, I was talking about how a few episodes ago, how we were talking about masks specifically and how the culture in the United States doesn't, it's not like Japan. So to wear masks in the United States, it's not as, it, it wasn't as, uh, it wasn't achieving as much as uh, countries like Japan or or South Korea who use them on a day-to-day basis even for something like the common cold or if they have sniffles or some people just use them for every day like kind of something to deter germs in general. Yeah. Um, and so what I'm thinking is <clears throat> now that masks are being more prominent in the U.S., like I'm seeing it a lot more, will we develop a mask culture because of this? Mm. Like after after all this is over, or do you I, I think feel like, do you yeah. think Americans will be like okay, well it's done, throw away your mask? Or do you think we'll see videos of people burning their N like ninety five mask, being like it's done, we beat the virus? I could see, I could see that as a real possibility. <laughs> shooting it with shotguns, like yeah. lining up your masks yeah. and like shooting them with a shotgun. Yeah, we should do that on Super Mega. But uh, yeah, if if you have if you don't have like a mask mask, like you can wrap a t shirt around your face. You can do you can do anything. Just make sure you're covering your your nose and your mouth, and uh, put on some swimming goggles if you want to. Yeah, that's very very useful. <laughs> a lot of people doing that. Uh, I think wearing uh, flippers helps as well. I hope there's not one poor soul out there that fully takes that seriously and starts wearing s- swimming goggles out in public and stuff. Look, it's all all because all because well, you've said that. Well, technically, if they're wearing swimming goggles, that's protection. That's protection. It on is. Their it eyes. is. Like you can't. You don't know. go if you wear swimming goggles. Don't get the tinted ones because it's going to be a bit hard to see. Yeah, unless unless well, get an extra pair of the tinted ones for if you're driving and the sun is <laughs> no, out. No, no, no. Wait, think about when the sun is setting and you're driving. Have you ever been driving on Sunset Boulevard when no, the get, sun is setting? Get little caps where you can like you know how dads have those uh, sunglass uh, glasses. Yeah, but Ryan, not everyone has has you know the the privilege of of access to <laughs> nice swimming goggles like that <laughs> yeah you know? true That's why you just got to get a pair of the regular and a pair of the tinted so when you're driving and the sun starts beaming in your eyes you can flip them out change them out yeah uh, the moral of the story is uh, be responsible in public cuz you're we're not talking about you being responsible for yourself we're talking about you being responsible for the people in your community uh that could potentially have health complications and ultimately die because of this. If my grandma dies because of one of you fuckers goes to Walmart and sneezes on her. I'm so mad with my family right now, dude. And I hope my mom listens to this. You're mad with your family? I'm mad at my family, yeah. My mom's side. You want to talk about it? Uh, uh, I mean, my mom will hear this, so yeah. It's just going to be <laughs> another nail in the coffin of, hey, mom, listen. They're still letting uh, my Oma uh, go to, like, Walmart. Like, but they're like, it's a special senior hour. And I'm like, I don't care if it's a special senior hour. That's like a a, a, a hub for germs. You want to go to, like, don't go to fucking Walmart in the middle of a pandemic with my grandmother. That's a bad idea. That's a real bad idea. She says they're getting better about it because they used to just take her to the grocery store. I'm like, is she wearing a mask and gloves? My mom's like, she's, I think she is going to start to. And I'm like, <laughs> Uh, zip zip tie your hands to the bed frame. <laughs> that's that's what it's gonna come Keep down to. I don't it, know. It's I'm for just, her own good. Look, my Oma is a very healthy woman, so she still has 
a lot of wonderful years left that I can spend with her and I can eat her food and she can tell me stories from back in the day. You just made a me eating her out motion with your with your hand. So I'm just putting take, joke. putting yeah. that on record. Um, that will not happen. How many how many times a day are you cranking it right now? Uh, a good bit. A good bit. A good bit. I can come up with a number. I can't just go out and take a walk. I can't like I just I'll play video games. I'll watch a movie. Like I will go out and take a walk, but I can't go out to like Venice Beach and people yeah. watch. I've been I've been doing uh, little walks mainly late at night. Uh, just like I'll put on a mask, go for a walk, just because it's like I need to get out, and it feels good to take a little walk. I feel like I'm gonna go crazy if I don't start taking walks every day. My days have become nothing but like watching, like having a podcast or a YouTube video playing as I'm no, not this podcast. Oh, as I'm playing uh, a video game, and then I'll go and smoke some weed, and then somewhere in between that, I'll have masturbated five or six times. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> it is uh it's just I, I'm not going like I don't want to say stir crazy if anything I'm going crazy because of I'm constantly looking at my phone of news updates and the fact that these ups, updates aren't really substantial in terms of like it's getting like checking to know the fridge yeah it's like, you know, oh yeah when you know that nothing's in it's there it's a perfect analogy for what's going on because what 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 I'll do is I don't have I really don't have any snacks in my place right now and like it'll be like 11 30 night and i'll be so hungry and i'll go in the kitchen and i'll be like oh i've already checked the fridge four times in the last hour but maybe this time when i open it i'll notice something i didn't notice before and i'll like open it and like look all through the fridge and like nope still nothing and then 20 minutes later i'll be like God, i'm hungry i'm gonna go look at the fridge that's why they gotta make clear fridges man yeah no they shouldn't for that'd be nasty I, i'm surviving on mainly i'd say three foods i'm surviving it's one on of them cheese a cheese and mayo sandwich Tuna? I, I haven't eaten tuna yet. I'm saving it. Okay, wait. But the, I, it's cheating because two of them are two different ki- ty- types of sandwiches. But Cheese and mayo sandwich? Yeah. PB&J? Yep. And then the third food you're surviving on? This should be easy because... Is it Orion food? It's... it's I mean, I've been on a kick and it's easy to make. Lunchables? No. Hot Pockets? No. Uh, is it frozen and you heat it up? Uh, Refrigerated and you heat it up? No, it's not a meal like that. Okay. It's an easy-to-make meal. Beans. No. Is that, it canned? That I've been very obsessed with making, and I've probably made it once every week. Rondon. Yes. Okay. Because it's so easy, I just get steak and noodles, and it's filling. It is really good, yeah. It's not um, good for me, but the cal- the caloric intake is high. But I've been, I've, I've, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Ding, ding, news. ding. Um, uh. I said I was tr- starting to try to get healthy watching what I eat. Um, I still eat shit sometimes, but I I watch the amount that I'm putting into my gullet. Um, and I still need to make exercise a more prominent part of my kind of weekly life. But I, ha- I have hit 200 pounds. So I've hit that 200 pound mark, which is kind of like the first goal. Yeah. And now I need to keep working at it. But I, but I started at like 220 Dude, that's that's big progress. Twenty no. pounds. Yeah, but it took me longer than it last time when I lost weight. And isn't your ultimate goal one eighty? Yeah, around there. So you're halfway there. Halfway there. Oh, I stubbed my toe on the stairs. Um, dude, here's something the quarantine has opened my eyes to. So how gay you are? That's that is 
my eyes were partially open to that before the quarantine. The quarantine has solidified that a little bit. But I think what what I hate, and it's so real, and you can probably relate on this, is when you first hear the idea of the quarantine, you're like, okay, so I'm going to have so much free time. You know, it's going to be nice. I'm going to be able to do so much stuff. And you don't. You, I sleep until 3.30 every day. I, I don't. I skip my Prozac half the day, so I feel like shit. Let me I, tell you my sleep schedule right now, okay? I fall asleep. This is my bedtime between 5 and 8 a.m. And then I wake up in between 1 and 3 p.m. Just there's because our job, we do, we the way we're doing our job is we come and do it for like 12 plus hours one day of the week. So we're so we're really minimalizing the kind of us going out in general. Yeah. Uh, but there, there's so much I want to be doing. Like, like I, I want to make live action shit. I want to be making. This is supposed to be the year you and I are supposed to get back into making music videos and sketches and shit. And now look what happened. Well, you can still make music videos. Yeah, I, I I'm not, I'm not talented in that way. Yes, you are. No, but like, yeah. In terms of like, I don't know. I feel like I just like when I worked with Daniel. Like, I really like working in a duo situation. I like kind of the. Uh, what is it? Ah, there's Energy, a word. The, 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 when you work together, the collaborative effort of a, a creative synergy. project of like being stuck, and all of a sudden one of you comes up with something. Yeah. All of a sudden yeah. the other person jumps in, and you just start building. It's just like it's it feels great. I like the rush of it. And when I'm alone, like I just don't have I don't have the music. I don't feel like I have the natural musical knowledge and skill to like make kind of music. Um, you not only have that, but you uh, have a have a passion for it i don't have a passion for music like you do um but then we talk about sketches i don't have anyone that lives with me but lego dude you can make sketches with lego there's there's a part of me where like i've been in the shower and i've been like should i start making those one man sketches like i see a lot like on twitter gus but then yeah but then i'm like no i i'd make myself cringe doing that because like there's that whole thing where i i don't have confidence in kind of me putting out that's why i barely post on twitter well i feel like obviously you i just like being silent you you have a very uh low cringe tolerance where i think you th- you're scared that you're going to be cringy but dude every well, time it's i because i've 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 been the cringe i've been a big big uh i've been i've been a source of cringe in you, my life you think you think you have and maybe to yourself it feels like I that. go back and I look at some of the shit I made. Dude, I look at some of the shit I made. I, but but what, I, what I'm saying is I, I feel like my cringiness was a little more recent. Yours is like YouTube videos when you were a kid. Nah. Mine is like Vine videos I was making when I was in college. Dude, I still got cringy shit I was making in college. <laughs> we got cringy shit we were making on Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone's got some cringe. It's just, you, you just got to keep keep. Keep going. Make some I, more cringe. I've been posting slightly more. You have. On I've, I, I have your notifications on. So when you do it, I'm like, oh. oh, there's a big story we haven't talked about. My first kind of big quarantine story. My buddy, uh, my buddy David, the little possum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I was like, who the fuck is David? I, I was out one night smoking a ciggy. Uh, masturbating in my backyard as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was standing mid yard in a puddle because I like the way it makes uh, my feet feel when I'm high. Um, uh, Lego noticed something, so I I put them inside and I go check. And on this wall, 
I see like kind of like this this creature splayed out. And first my head like it goes bat rat raccoon bat rat rac- r- r- raccoon baby raccoon baby possum baby raccoon. And so like I go to you and I'm like, hey, check this out. It's this baby raccoon slash possum. And you saw it. It's this small little thing that can't really like, like it, it's stuck. It's just yeah, kind of like just stuck on the wall. And so then I just go back and I and I just kind of smoke. I'm like, I guess he'll just crawl away. And as I'm smoking, uh, I hear this, like this thud. And I'm Aww. like, what? And so I go, look, he's not on the wall anymore. And it's just kind of like laying on the ground. And I'm like, oh, no. And so I kind of get worried because I'm like, this is young. And I start checking the area. And I'm like, there's no mom. So I wait for like 30 minutes. No chirps from a mom because I know what like, you know what possum chirps are. In terms yeah. of like how they call it, it kind of sounds. Like, ah! <laughs> yeah, well, it kind of sounds like a bird. But if you look it up on YouTube, like I did, you kind of will listen out for it. And I didn't see any other young possums. So uh, I was talking to you and some of my friends. I even called Ross. And then I ended up calling a vet to see what I should do about this situation. And I took their advice, uh, which was to put it in a box with a towel, uh, have some water and have some like mushed up apple, whatever in it. And then bring it to a rescue in the morning because it seems like it's an orphan possum. Was the cutest possum. Like I didn't think possums could be that cute. <laughs> the pictures you sent me of that little guy. And you I could was see like, where it fell. Like, yeah, you could see where he bumped his nose. nose. It was yeah. a little bloody. He was the cutest fucking pie. Like he looked like a Pokemon or an <laughs> Animal Crossing villager. I still have pictures. Dude, you got to share those pictures. That was on the video portion of the podcast. Should I throw them up? Yeah. You know, I don't I don't mean to give you more work, but if you if you feel like it, maybe it would be like this picture. Oh, my God. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> Yeah, that's he, little David. Little David, and uh, so then two hours pass, and I'm kind of it's like five a.m. I'm getting ready to actually head in and close my eyes and sleep, and in the morning, you know, f- figure out what to do with David. But then all of a sudden, Lego starts acting just as strange um, near this like kind of shed-ish thing. It's not like a full shed. Yeah, it's I know like what you're talking sh- about. It's like a shitty. It's like a large dog house. It's one of the places you go to masturbate. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like a large dog house, but not built for a dog. It's built to store like cardboard boxes. Like a small man. Yeah, a small shed, I guess. You could put a small man in there. And so <laughs> um, I put Lego inside and I take my flash and I look and there's a full grown possum. And I'm like, that has to be potentially the mother. I take the box outside. Um, I sit it upright. The little one starts to chirp. And then the the possum underneath starts to chirp back. And then I tilt it. They start chirping. I I step away. Then the little guy runs under the little mini shed. I found his mom. Found his mom. That's so cute. So it was a nice little kind of sweet quarantine story. I know. You were texting me. It was like... 4 a.m. and you're freaking out. You're like, I don't know what to do. I'm ang- I get anxious because well, I never yeah, had you, to. You were, like, you were like, should I not have put him in the box? Should I just have let nature? And you're like, ah, I don't know what to do. Because in my head, I know it's cruel to think of. But when people are like, rescue orphan possums, I'm like, isn't that part of the wild where like coyotes and cats and other wildlife prey upon the young so they can sustain themselves? Like that, It's just part of the circle of life. And I'm thinking like, did I do the right thing by intervening? Because five minutes after I took him inside, there was this white house cat that was like patrolling that area where he was kind of because I didn't mention this, I don't think. But when he fell, he stayed in the exact same place for like an hour. Yeah, he probably and, was just so scared because yeah. that's their that's their fucking defense mechanism. But like I'd go inside, wait 30 minutes, come back out, be like, OK, he hasn't moved a 
bit. Like he's alive and like looking around, but I feel like he got disoriented from the fall potentially because he was when when he went running to his mom, he was like in the box. He after he kind of had some time to rest, he was very alert. Yeah, but. I found a duckling once that had been like abandoned by the rest of the pack and he, he was he was on the side of the pond I live near and I'd seen a lot of ducklings out with their mom it was that time of year but this one was by himself and he was like tweeting a bunch mm-hmm. on his Twitter account and uh he I, and I was like oh fuck I like I, I got to take him in but my parents wouldn't let me uh and then eventually the mom did come back I, I saw really? him kept an, yeah and took him back but I guess he just got lost um he was a cute possum though and when I went to that place uh, where I got to touch the monkeys and stuff, they had a possum that they brought out and talked about. <clears throat> and they showed the possum off and they, they said one uh, some people that like take possums in as uh, babies, the problem is uh, they can't be let back out mm-hmm. because then they'll go up to humans and be too friendly and then people will freak <laughs> out and call animal services and get them killed. Yeah, me and this guy weren't buddies, so I don't I don't He think was I, cute though. Yes. I I wish I could have pet him. Well, I shouldn't I shouldn't touch him, but I wish I could have seen him in person. Yeah. And I hope his nose is all healing. Speaking of animals, Wanda, our our dove, she's still there. She's still there. She's sitting on on kind of surprised us today cuz we kind of forgot about Wanda. Yeah. And then we looked up and lo and behold, she's still sitting on her eggs. Sitting on her eggs or maybe her babies, maybe they hatched already. Do they sit on their babies? Uh-huh. After they hatch, uh-huh. to keep them warm, yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, cuz they're all naked and gross looking. Yeah. I want to know if if she has eggs in there or there's babies in there. Let's go pick her up and pull her <laughs> out for a second and go look underneath and put her back. She's cute though. She just sits. She looks so goddamn scared though. Every second we're out there, she's like, <gasps> "How how are the how are you, the three ladies back at your Ooh, place?" My my orchid manises, they are fantastic. Um, Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm having a bit of a problem. Uh, I, I'm having to get some some fruit flies alive. Uh, I watched you feed them. I yeah. love watching you feed them, dude. It's I like, cool. I did it last, uh, not last night. We had a movie marathon. Are we having one this week, right? With yeah, the, we are. Joe Dirt. And what was the other one? We're doing Joe Dirt one and two. No, we're doing we're doing a uh, French movie. Uh, of course, to begin. But you know what French movie, right? No, it's by a Japanese director. Okay, by Oshima, I think. Here, I'll, you've seen one scene from it. Huh? It's a dinner party. And they bring in a special guest. It's a dinner p- Is it the French version of dinner for schmucks? 
<laughs> no. What? It's like a it's like a because 70s, dinner for schmucks was based it's like a seventies French movie that was directed by a really famous Japanese director. It's the one about the monkey. What? The woman that falls in love with the monkey. I have not seen a scene from this movie. We sent it. You, you told the, me about. This. Remember, it, we're like they're they're at they're at a dinner party and they have a pet like chimp and they bring him in. Did you and, send me a clip? Yeah, yeah. It's, it was in our group chat a long time ago. It's I, well, I don't remember. Well, um, I'll but yeah, to... orchid mantises are good. Uh, a bit of a crisis because I had this culture of uh, fruit flies that are like they can't fly, and that's what I was feeding them with. Mm-hmm. Um, and they suddenly overnight all died. Or do they not eat like dead things? Mantises? Do they prefer? No, like- they won't eat anything that doesn't move. So like, well, it's not even that they didn't die. They're just like. I, I looked and because the day before there were hundreds of them in there and it's disgusting. You saw the thing. Yes. It's gross. It's just a basically a plastic it's container and- full of of garbage stuff and a million fruit flies. Yeah. And I have to open it and get them out to feed the manises. But all of a sudden uh, they're all just like, eh, we're going to check out. So I got to get more. Um, I think they're they passed their lifespan uh, or they all got coronavirus. How long can mantises go without eating? See, that's the thing is I don't know. But I'm making you can sure. You look it up on Google. I probably, yeah. Well, I don't know because I did different stages in their lives too. They only uh, live for eight months, right? Yeah. But I've been I've been getting, um, like while I'm waiting for the other stuff to come, I'm, I'm getting like bugs from outside. Really? <laughs> I, yeah. What, what, what do I you I mean, find? I, it's, it's easy to find little tiny bugs outside like in my garden and when I can just drop one in and they'll attack. <laughs> They're so fast. I took one of them out last night and I, I had her on my hand and she jumped from one hand to the other just like <laughs> It was so cool. They're beautiful. They're well. I was trying to show you how they really like honey, and you can give it to them as a treat. And I tried to give one of them honey. And oh, she attacked. attacked. She's yeah. attacking. She got, got honey really over. aggressive. I know they are. They are. Uh, the bigger they get, they're getting more aggressive now. Where I, I can't take them out as much because they start to jump. So like, I'll be holding it, and they'll just jump away, like like instantly. Um, and they they're getting all feisty. So I got bigger big, containers though. for them, though. I got uh. Some new containers from this website, and I, I put new dirt in there and new plants and stuff like that. Uh, so they're doing good. I, I need to post pictures. The problem is I haven't posting that many pictures because it's kind of hard to get a good picture of them. They're still pretty small, uh, but it, it's it's just kind of hard to get a good picture. They camouflage so When they well. get big. I saw a video of someone holding of one of what they look like in like about a month or two, and I can't wait. How So they just they grow like, fast. They'll get like this big. I can't wait. Are, you gonna, are there bigger enclosures or are there new big ones, the ones that they... No, they could stay in these. It said that all they need is uh, a container like two times as wide and like three times as tall or something. Okay. Or something like that. So they don't need a huge container. And the one I have for them now uh, should be good for several months. Can, yeah. Maybe once they become like full adults, I'll have to get a bigger one. But, but then they'll only live in for like a month when they're full adults, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, or a few months at least. Yeah, but... Oh, I, I want to tell you about this. What? So I've been really bored, and um, was it what you watched last night? Yeah, okay. I I had a friend over, and they wanted to watch uh, like trash TV. So we put on uh, America's Next Top Model season four, and I you know I've never watched America's Next Top Model except when my sister would watch Who's it. Who's the main host? Tyra Banks. I don't like Tyra Banks. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like her either. I don't like her kind of like demeanor. Yeah, she seems a little like holier than thou. Yes, like, hmm. but I feel like a lot of the top model people do. Same well, when you watch uh, cooking shows, a lot of the chefs that are judging are like. I have something to bring up on that tangent afterwards. Okay, but basically, um, 
started season four, which is from 2005, and I watched four or five episodes, and I don't like that show. It's not up my alley. And also, you can tell, like, back in 2005, like, they're so mean. They're so, like... She's like, I will, I, I will, like, they'll be weighing the girls, and they're like, ooh. And she's like, I will lose the 10 pounds. I will. I promise. I have to. And, like, you know, we're watching uh, Bruno and just the the parents where it's like, can, oh my can, God. Your, can your child lose 10 pounds in a week? And she's like, yeah. if she has the job, then she's going to do what she has to do. 10 pounds in a week. You can't. Starve them? You can't. Like, anyway, what happens is there is an, so in America's Next Top Model, Every episode they have challenges, you know, where it's like, in this episode models, you're gonna... Just like any reality TV show, when you think of like, even The Bachelor, um, even the new one on Netflix, which was uh, The Circle, there's always challenges. So, I could not believe my eyes when uh, 10 million fireflies Fireflies lit (laughs) Uh, up the world and I fell asleep. They go, all right, models, for today's challenge, you're going to be taking on different ethnicities. And I was like, no way. They... Like they go to like this white girl like Michelle you're gonna play an african-american woman and they just put her in full blackface What and I was like screaming I was watching I was like no way they made everyone dress up like they made one girl Asian I took pictures I did I took pictures they put a big afro on her and they bring in like a little black child for her to hold Why do they do this? I I I was like no way no way here. I'll show you the pictures. I got America's next I cuz I was like I thought I would have heard about this top model blackface look at this uh and and I hold on. Let me let me try to find a like like here we go. Like here's a picture of them putting it on. Jesus! Like they were like legit, just putting them fully in blackface, and they gave her an afro. I took a picture of the the girl in an afro. Hold on. Here. Oh my word. Uh, it was a campaign <laughs> for Got Milk. Got Milk. Yeah, they made one girl like Korean. They made one Native American. Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made her. They made her Indian. Um, Did they actually use these in advertisements? Yeah, it was for Got Milk. That was only 15 years ago. Oh my god. Let me see, let me see. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Dude, I was just freaking out. I was like, holy shit. I couldn't believe they were doing this. Um, Oh, that's weird. That's so weird. And you could tell how much times have changed. Like, Like, they had a black model doing, like, poses, and she looked perfectly fine. And, like, one of the guys was like, uh, stop with the ghetto faces. And it's like, what? Ghetto faces? Yeah, they kept using, they kept calling the girl ghetto. Like the, the Because she was girl. mean mugging probably? No, she, I couldn't tell what was up. She just looked normal. And they were like, let's, let's lose the ghetto faces. I was like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, it was a, it was a wild, wild show. I don't know if I'm gonna watch more, but after that I was like, I kind of want to see what else they, they do on this show. Well, what was the tangent with judges and. Judging? Not judges with, co- you said cooking shows. Yeah, cooking shows. The yeah. new Cooking Mama game for Switch just came out. Did you did buy you, it? No. Did you hear about what happened with it though? No. So I read about this briefly on Twitter, which you know is the best source for uh, news. For, for news and for, for things uh, accurate. Um, what I read is apparently it was only on the e store for four hours before they pulled it because they found out that the developer. They had a different developer do this one, I think, and was secretly using the game to use people's switches to mine Bitcoin. Oh, my God. So they so Cooking Mama was was being used as like a cryptocurrency miner. So they pulled it off of the eShop because um, I saw Cooking Mama was trending today. I was like, oh, the new uh, Cooking Mama's out. And I was just reading about it, and it seems insane. I, I, didn't, know, I didn't know Cooking Mama could, be, could, could do such a So a, how, do you, how, did, how does it work? 
I don't know how Bitcoin mining works. You know how it's like you have to use like different like computers have to like mine cryptocurrency somehow. Here, Cooking Mom, Nintendo Life posted this article. Cooking Mama, Cookstar pulled from Switch eShop amid accusations of mining cryptocurrency. Developers deny claims. Uh, people have been speculating that the reason Cooking Mama Cookstar has been pulled from the eShop is due to the fact that it mines cryptocurrency using the processing power of the Switch owners who download it to their systems. When the game was first revealed, the developers mentioned blockchain technology, a fact which has inspired these recent accusations. Uh, as the developers, we can say with certainty there is no cryptocurrency or data collection or blockchain or anything else shady in the code. The Nintendo Switch is a very safe platform with none of the data and privacy issues associated with some mobile and PC games. Huh. Yeah, but they pulled it off at the uh, the eShop. There's no problem with it, but... I really... Hold on. Update 2. We have worked with a user who has a physical copy and can at first... Appear, and at first appearances confirmed the following. Game works offline. Game works without a linked account. Works on a formatted console. Currency and blockchain appears removed. Huh. So that's something interesting to follow. I do want that game. I love Cooking Mama. Well, I mean, speaking of watching things, uh, you and I need to talk, my man. Yeah, we do. Um, we need to have a bit of an intervention uh, because uh, it's only been one week, Ryan. It's only been one week. For one, you still have yet to take a gross ass bong hit of any. You know, it was just going to be some sort of. What's well, going to be mop water? Beverage. But you, you're holding me back on that one. Okay, so that's I'm the excuse for that one. You still haven't masturbated to Big Mama's house too. That was months ago, man. Right? Can I be honest time with ago. you? We were, I think we were in the were we in the Grumps office when we did that. Yeah, yeah, dude. Can I just be upfront with you? And I've said this before. Yeah, I every day I take Prozac, kills my libido, makes it impossible to jerk. You said off. recently you haven't been taking your Prozac. Yeah, I've been on and off, but I'm I'm trying to get better about it. Odds I, are things aren't supposed to be easy. It's a challenge. Yeah, You're but dude, to not if I can't even if it. I can't even crank it to porn. Because my libido is so low. How am I supposed to crank it to a fucking scene from Big Mama's House 2 to completion? Th that's your problem. You lost the odds are. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That, that is on me. And you have still yet to watch the three movies, even <laughs> though you had a weak time to do so. Dude. Do we even do we talk in the last podcast? No, we didn't it? talk about. Well, we had an odds are. I think we might have talked about it in Animal Crossing. But we had an odds are where... Uh, I asked Matt, what are the odds that you have to watch a three-movie marathon of movies of my choice? We did talk about this. Okay, in the podcast. I remember, yeah, yeah, Okay, uh, just to catch people up, you said two, you lost, so you had to watch three movies. The movies I chose were How to Save a Life, uh, Lord of the Rings, and The Fellowship of the King, or whatever. Return no, of the King. Return of the King. Which I'm is the last the one, which is three and a half yeah. hours. And then uh, Laquisha. Uh, so... I'm I'm just saying. I mean, you got you got to at least do one. You got to do one soon. I feel like the movie marathon. You're gonna have to movie marathon. Now is a perfect time. I'm in quarantine. Tomorrow, I called you and you just and your words were, "I just didn't feel like it today." I did. I didn't, man. You can't play. Yeah. Okay. It's an odd. But you're not supposed I to know, feel like I know, it. I know. It's I know. Supposed I know. to be shitty. Oh, hold up. Hold up. What? I have something to confront Justin on, too. Hold up. In the next week, I promise, by the next podcast, by the next podcast, I will have watched all three. Yeah? Got to confront Justin. Hey, Justin. What's up? Just, um, I'm, I'm having an intervention with Matt, and I'm looping you in on this. 
Um, Wait, hold on. You just you just broke up. What's up? I said we're having an intervention, kind of, and I and I needed to clue you in on something. Okay. Have you watched that movie yet? Delgo. Yeah, Delgo. Have you watched Delgo yet? No, I told you I'm watching it tonight. Promise. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, good. Because I was just getting on Matt for not watching the movies, and I know you haven't watched. I was having. To, Does he I was know making I have sure. To watch? Yeah, he knows what you you know what Matt has to watch, right? What's next? Well, Matt. Well, I mean, he still hasn't watched his movies. Has to watch the them back to back. He, he has, hasn't watched any of them. Nope. He has to watch them back to back. It's a marathon, but he but he didn't do it. He had a week. If I remember, There's Justin. Sanctity to what are the odds where you have to follow through? I know? am following through. But I'm going to do it. It's definitely been over a week for you too, Justin. But I'm glad that you're no, doing it today. Tonight's, tonight's tonight's the week deadline. Is it? Yeah, that's why it's tonight. Okay. 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 Damn, well, ain't gonna come from my neck. I'm I'm sorry, Justin. I'm sorry. He's coming. I'm, from I'm just blood, making Justin. sure you're watching it. You have to. You have to like, you know. Well, Justin, you know, at least I you don't have to. Wanted to see Delgo. Don't worry, I'm excited. See, I I'm Delgo's a horrible animated. Movie. I'm excited to follow through to to watch the movie that my friend uh, played a What Are the Odds with me for. But I understand that some people might might not be as uh, excited to do so. Well. Justin, I've never seen any Lord of the Rings movies, and I have to watch the final one, which is bordering four hours long. Okay. As the middle movie. Doesn't that sound like his problem since he lost the odds are? See, I'm just trying to understand, because if I'm being honest right now, it just sounds like a little bitch on the phone, but you said you were talking to Matt, and I know Matt's not a little bitch. No, Matt, Matt isn't a little bitch. He's proven I, to, I know, he ate a I, cockroach I, live on camera. I've known Matt for three years now, and Matt's not a little bitch, is he? No. No, I'm not a little bitch. No, I don't believe Matt to be a little bitch either. No, I'm going to sit my ass down. I'm going to I'm gonna watch Loquisha. I'm going to watch Lord of the Rings, the final one, and I'm going to watch the, uh, the Stephen Crowder. How to Save a Life. The school shooting Christian movie. <laughs> he doesn't shoot anyone in the school. He just shoots himself. Oh, spoilers, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really? It happens, it happens in the, it I happen, thought there was going to be some no, action. It happens in the very beginning. I'm sorry. Damn, dude. I thought there was going to be like it's some in the crazy trailer. school shooting scene. It's in the trailer. I'm sorry. I thought he killed a bunch of people. But no. So he just kills himself. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well. From what I remember. I mean, I we have to remember I watched this with my youth group. Oh, that's right. You did see it. Okay. But, right, uh, okay, wait. well, uh, All right. Justin, it was good hearing from you. Sorry I came off a little antagonistic at first, but I hope you're having a good day. Yeah, it's all good. Does okay. Justin right. know about the well, masturbation thing? Good talk, good talk. Yeah, yeah. see it. All right, see I, I feel like he does. I feel like he's, he's edited. He probably edited that episode. Videos where we've talked about it. But that's the thing, you know? You've eaten a roach, you yeah. know? I've gone to the depths you, of you, hell and you, back. You, you go up to people in public and... You you have said things that could have gotten you punched in the face, it's particularly at a at a bar with a with an Armenian man in a nice in a, in a nice getup apparently. Threatened oh, to deck you in the face. Yeah, that was that one didn't make the cut, but that you have the gumption to pull this off. I believe in you. It's not going to be easy. 
That dude was pissed at me. <laughs> yeah, he was. He, I, I remember you walked out of that. You came right at Daniel dude, and I, was, and you were like, keep walking, keep walking, dude, keep walking. he was about to fucking <laughs> punch me in the face. You were afraid you were... You, dude, I thought he was like a gangster. You thought he was a part of the Armenian mafia, and he was going to shoot you. He's, uh, okay, so this guy, for context, way old, way old Kids of Problems video, which before was... Before we move on to the story. Yeah. You will watch those I movies. will watch them before the next podcast. Okay. Okay. You gotta send me Snapchats as you're watching. Of course I will. I'll FaceTime you and shit. Okay. And I'm not going to cheap out. I'm, I honor what are the odds. It might take me a little longer sometimes, but I, I honor what are the odds. That sounds I promise. Good. And how about this? Set up that bong rip for me. I will do it. And how about this, Matt? For the not to completion with Big Mama's house too, but you at least have to give half an hour of, of, of trying. Dude. I can't masturbate for <laughs> half an hour. I'm sorry. It's, it's My dick doesn't work that to way. To completion or you masturbate My dick's going to be raw. Dude, I can't. I, seriously, I have a horribly hard time masturbating to porn these days. So, I mean, you can. My, my, my dick is like a Vienna sausage that that is just flimsy and just I can slap it around. It won't stay hard. I'm being very open right now with my with my yeah, personal well, matters. Get some, get some. I don't know. Do you, Hire a prostitute to come jerk me off yeah, while I watch. Uh, yes, I mean, th think of. I don't know. They 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 need work right now. Sex workers do need work. I mean, would what about a maybe a friend? A, f a friend works. I mean, I feel like I'm already a part of it. You could probably ask Harrison or Jackson. Uh -huh. I mean, you're you're the biggest part of the joke with me. I mean. Kind of fits, you know. Yeah, but I mean, you. I feel like you the know, odds just are like, is you have to. It's not. It wouldn't be gay. You were telling a story. I think you were. You I were was going saying. On something. Uh, fuck. What was I saying? Oh yeah, he was. Uh, you know, one of the funniest videos I think I've ever made was that boner pills video. <laughs> yeah. Um, hysterical stuff. And I, uh, <clears throat> I went. I, I, I was asking people. I needed. I needed help sustaining an erection. Actually, this is uh fits with what we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, and. I just went up to this guy at the bar, smooth talking a woman, and uh, you could tell he was in the zone with the with the smooth talking. He was a very, he was, he was a, probably a twenty eight. Was, was he as tall? Was were you, were you taller than him? Because you're oh, a yeah. tall boy. Oh yeah. Okay, so he was a he was he wasn't short. He was probably was he average Armenian height? Average guy, but very suave. Clearly had a lot of money. Nice suit. And I, and I asked myself, I don't hey, mean that in a derogatory way. I'm just saying there's there's an average height of. People in a, of a particular background. Yeah, he was he was he was pretty average, but he he was he was fit. He was young, a lot of cologne, uh, dark suit. Looked like he could have been uh, doing some illegal business dealings. And I I asked him the the funny question. I said, "Sir, hey, uh, you look like you're good with the ladies." And I said this like in between him and the girl. I was like, "Yeah, I see you over here. You look like you're pretty good with the ladies." Uh, I've been having a bit of a problem myself, um, sustaining an erection. Do you have any tips or do you know where I can get anything for that? And he goes, what? And I was like, you know, I'm sure you don't have that problem. And he was like, you get the fuck out of my face before I sock you in your fucking mouth. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. And I walked away. How much like, of that did we actually keep in the video? None. I don't think that. I don't think. I, I don't, think you were afraid to post it publicly. Oh, yeah. I think I was scared that dude was going to like come after me. Yeah. I would post it now because I have no value for my own life. But mm -hmm. back then I was very scared. I kind of miss going out and doing the public stuff. I think the last I love thing, doing those. The last thing I ever did like that. E3? I guess, yeah, it was E3. Dude, those are my favorite types of video. I want to do more on the street sketches. Those are my favorite. Because you and I watched Borat and Bruno, but like in terms of 
comedy, that's kind of the style I like creating. I like mixing a narrative with real with life. With real life. Because it's, 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 you, you don't know what's going to happen. Like Nathan for you is an example of that. Speaking of Borat, <laughs> we did a movie marathon. Ryan came over this week. Uh, first movie Korean we watched Army was The Wailing. Stew. We watched The Wailing, which is a Korean movie. Which I missed the final ten minutes of. <laughs> it was a good movie. I, I I don't know how it ended. I'm gonna go back and watch the ending. I just got final ten minutes. I got hit with like the worst nausea, which is weird because the final ten minutes is where it drops a lot, and that's the final ten minutes is like. So what do you think? That's what the movie is kind of doing. Yeah. Well, I got nausea and I laid down, and then came back in, cleaned up. We watched Borat. Then we watched Bruno. <laughs> yep. So I have been doing three movie marathons lately. Yes, so you're getting prepared. You know, and this week, Joe Dirt, I think, right? A French, a, a movie, French movie, Joe Dirt and Joe Dirt Two. I think so. I didn't know they made Joe Dirt Two. They, yeah, it was. It, it came out on like Crackle or some shit like that. Oh, that's how you know it's bad. <laughs> I saw uh, David Spade interviewing the Tiger King people. That's that was recommended to me recently, and uh, one of the uh, here. Let me. So one of one of the people featured. Is a is a goes by he pronouns, um, okay. Biologically female goes by uh, he him pronouns, okay. and so I I see I just I'm reading through the comments and I see a comment that says uh you know ah sh- she's kick ass or something like that, and then uh a comment then responds to them going I know the doc misgendered him but he identifies as a trans man. Please use preferred pronouns with a smiley face. It was not like a call out. It was just kind of like a very friendly reminder. Friendly reminder. And the person responds with fuck you. <laughs> and then another person responds down below. That's a woman. Her chromosomes can't be changed and she has a real pussy and tits. So she's a female. Keep living in a fantasy. <laughs> and then there was a bunch of facts don't care about your feelings. And I'm like, I, I don't know. It's just just have decency for other people. I know that's the thing. Like it, it's 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 just a, a common like a like a level of decency for, I, of respect for other people. But these people will say as an argument, I am being decent. I don't want to. I, I think that they have a mental disorder, and that I'm I'm adhering to that, and I'm and I'm giving that mental disorder credence. And regardless of your opinion of it. The, my, my problem lies between this person saying that this – a person that they th- thought was cool, they kick ass. And then when someone politely says they prefer these pronouns and they said it publicly and there's a problem right now with this person being misgendered and you can imagine how that person feels right now. The- and their response is, fuck you. Oh, facts don't care about your feelings. It's like, yeah, but there's – there's No one's attacking you for, for mi- misgendering. They just – it was like – a reminder. Well, it's these people that feel like like they they feel like they're right and they have to be right, like yeah. and and they they're so confident they're right on this situation. That My grandmother just died. Hmm. Well, most people who die in a in a given day are old, <laughs> but, but, that, but that doesn't change the fact that I fucking loved her. Man. Well, facts don't care about your feelings, hmm. do, do they? The, I mean, a lot of people die. And so then I started watching this, 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 so I, there, a clip became popular and these people conflating that, that I would somehow think that someone's grandmother dying is equivalent to that of a mental disorder. And, and I, I, I find that particularly repulsive and, 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 and totally out of, out of any semblance of reality that we're supposed to be living in. You're good at, at, at Ben Shapiroing. I know. You're good at Shapiroing, my man. I know. The thing is, um, what, what what also baffles me is it's kind of the same group of people. I, I do I see a lot of people on on Twitter and Reddit and stuff where 
it's like they're so uh repulsed and bothered by people using different pronouns um and and they make such a big deal out of it and it's like fucking if that's i get it if, does if go that's, too far in some areas you know what i mean like people that want to use pronouns where it's like XE like pronouns that it's just like not even that but like even people being malicious in intent when they are correcting people oh in terms yeah, of yeah, pronouns. yeah there are there is a negative and I'm not even trying to say there is a right answer in terms of how you should go about this I'm just trying to say have some fucking common decency when a person's been nothing but respectful and kind yeah you know what I mean and, and I just think yeah exactly and I, th I think it doesn't like they show you respect, show them respect What's, back. That's like, why it. is it hard to call someone by whatever pronouns they want to go by? It's like it doesn't affect your life or change your life. You know, it's like. Yeah. Well, they the, the part of their whole thing is they don't want to benefit this person, this person's quote unquote delusion. OK. Um, as I said, I do listen to a lot of uh, both sides in terms of, you know, some. I, I remember a lot of people got on me. He's like, who think. Where people were saying you shouldn't be listening to Ben Shapiro if you're listening to like right wing. He's not a good representation of right wing politics. And in my head, I'm like, I think he's absolutely the right representation for right wing politics because he carries all of the, you know, the ideals that right wing people have, at least in terms of the right wing people that I know personally back in South Carolina or even that I've met out yeah, here. Yeah, because there there are there's different groups, you know, how there's like there are like traditional Republicans yeah. and then there's more of kind of like this modern right. He's a conservative. He's like a, con Conserv he's a conservative. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like li I have to say this again. I do not agree with pretty much almost everything that he says. And, you know, I agree with him on some things like water is wet. It's very obvious. But there are some things where in terms of opinion, like misgendering or in certain things that his opinions on the economy, I, I disagree with. I'm not listening to him because I am a fan. I'm listening to him because I want to know what the others argument well, yeah, you, is. You've, you've always been into uh, you've always been into kind of uh, you like diving into the other side and kind of uh, seeing I like picking it apart because yeah. like I can see That's kind why people of, like watching debates. Yeah. You know, I think debates are one of the most important things like com even conversational even, maybe not even debates but conversations long term yeah. conversations between two intellectuals who disagree come together and discuss their ideas i would That's like to really watch, good my, my dad used to watch them uh i've watched a lot of political debates but i would like to watch uh theology debates i would like to watch some of the famous debates between like famous atheists and christians oh, have because, you, there's there's the I famous i haven't seen any but I, I feel like that would be really interesting because um you know, so much of that is based on personal feeling. Yes. There is a problem, though, and it's something that you will have to come over is like some of the people you listen to who make arguments that are logical. They're Assholes. kind of pompous. Yeah. Well, Richard, that's a lot Richard, of the famous atheists. Richard Dawkins and um, Christopher Hitchens. Christopher Hitchens is a big. Well, Christopher Hitchens intentionally liked to spark kind of uh, people's anger. Are they kind of like uh, the role model ask for like the the douchebag fedora atheist i feel like bill maher might be more of that because you're, like, you're really good at doing bill maher impression i okay. you shocked me that one time i was like holy shit god's not real okay and you know i i, I just made wish, him sound like i wish you could have seen bill maher live made him sound like the south park dude <laughs> like mr uh, garrison. <laughs> garrison yeah but um in terms of those debates though they they did when I was religious, they did point out the faults in the in what I believed and it kind of flipped me around and I started to think and that's how I got out of religion was listening to these debates. And then 
you know, as I went on further, I still disagreed with some of these people like um, Christopher Hitchens had this whole article, which I think is goofy, um, where it's like his whole purpose, his whole, the whole point was women can't be funny. And because they don't, that's right, because they don't need to be funny because evolutionarily they don't need to use it as a peacocking mechanic in terms to, you know, get a mate. <laughs> and so that was his whole thing. And in my head, I'm like, I understand what the argument is. I just think it's silly, but he is, he is an actual like smart person who, when he goes and debates religion, Makes very valid arguments. Yeah. Makes very good points. And he's very well read. Same with Richard Dawkins. It's just that that it's hard. To, sometimes for people, it's hard to break that barrier of of douchiness and, yeah. and kind of listen. Because smart people are very capable of saying very dumb things. And I think like that Richard was it Christopher Hitchens that did the women can't yes. be funny thing? Yeah, it was. Like, it was That's just ridiculous. It was on Rolling Stones, I think. <laughs> and then it might, I, I can't remember where it was. But then I think. uh the female comedians on SNL at the time did a counter like photo shoot. Um, it was this thing at the time. I think it was back when I was in high school, potentially. Yeah, it was a while. He back. passed away. He had um, cancer, right? Yeah. Hmm. Unfortunately. Well, you know, if he had accepted God, uh, maybe that wouldn't have happened. It's <laughs> a lot of comments about that. I will say, um, it's like, that's the, fucked up to say, even though he is most known for taking on religion, what I found to be the most interesting conversations that Christopher Hitchens uh, kind of gave uh, publicly or with other people was the conversations about immortality and how his view on death and life as he has cancer. I there is one um, there is one uh, th- the, the, uh, theologian theologian that I do listen to from time to time on YouTube. Um, and I'm not a religious the amazing person. atheist. Yes. No, <laughs> I, I'm not a religious uh, person at all. I, I, I wouldn't say I'm an atheist, but I'd say I'm an agnostic. But mm-hmm. uh, I think that there's there's one guy I listen to named John Butler. And the main reason I listen to him is because he has the most buttery, deep voice I've ever heard. He's this old, old, like wise man with a big white beard. Mm-hmm. And he does just talks on things on YouTube, but he's so calming to listen to. And he just kind of gives like. They're very loaded with with Christianity, but they're very kind of just like inspiring. Yeah. And just he you can just tell he has just like even though I don't agree with him on the Christianity stuff, he has so much wisdom throughout his life that he just like offers. Um, and he always does tie it back to, to God and stuff, which is where the disconnect for me is. But like overall, he's but a I, great guy to listen to. And he makes a lot of really, really like but that's positive points. What I champion personally and I find important, it's you you should continue to listen to people who you disagree with morally uh, or or um, in terms of your religion. You can listen to them, see where you disagree, but you can still kind of take something out of their argument, whether it's positive yeah. or negative. They're in your case, it's positive uh, for uh, John Butler, you said his name was? Yeah, and and I do think that honestly, and maybe you might disagree with me on this, I think that there are some people – Who's in my in my mind, whose uh, opinions and way of thinking is like so despicable that like I'm not even going to listen to it, for instance, like a white supremacist or something. Well, like I'm not I feel like there's so much history in terms of white supremacy that in my case, it's different than listening to someone like Ben, because if there's so much history tied to white supremacy that I kind of get 
the, the the ideals they're going for and I'm disgusted and I kind of have my conclusion of I don't like white supremacy because it's a very simple conclusion to come to. And I don't and I, I and I understand where they're coming from. I just think it's gross and I don't see things like they do. Um, but in Ben, in terms of some of the things that he says are also despicable from a point of view of other people and some of the things that he says makes me roll my eyes. And yes, I think are despicable, but I feel like he is a voice that is widespread in the current political climate in terms of conservatives. Therefore, he holds a very important voice to understand the arguments mm. that a lot of people on the Internet on the right or just in general on the right oh. are having. Not a lot of people are white supremacists on the right. There are there is a collective of white supremacists. Yeah. But I think we all in America, because we grew up in America, understand where white supremacy comes from. Yeah. And that it shouldn't be a part of our politics. Oh, yeah. Which, unfortunately, there there is a group of people that are on the opposite spectrum of thinking. But <laughs> yeah. listen to listen to this guy's voice real quick. This is this is coronavirus. Who is this? Him? How to understand it? <laughs> Wait, that's his voice. Well, I've always loved the fact that the word understanding really means to stand. Oh, that sounds so relaxing. dude. I, I love listening to, him to fall to fall asleep because, like, yeah, he does talk a lot about uh, Jesus and stuff, but like. He just has so much other wisdom. Like his videos are like how to deal with thoughts. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, and videos something, on love and stuff. And something else to bring up. I just don't listen to like the right. And Ben isn't the only person on the right I will listen to. I also will listen to things like the majority port, which from what I've listened to, I deem is kind of like the opposite side of the coin. Um, maybe not directly to Ben, but of someone of Ben's ilk, because those are people that have very left-leaning um, ideals and they are very um, straightforward and adamant about them. And they kind of make fun of other people who don't have those yeah, ideals. Young Turks too, I guess. Young Turks are, especially the Young Turks are like that. So um, I, there are good median like uh, articles to read, which are usually just kind of like um, studies and pieces on a given subject. But in terms of like news, like you're never ever going to find the most centrist thing. The best you can do is listen to both sides, find some good articles that don't really seem to have, uh, or videos even that don't seem to have a bias and kind of form your own opinions from that. I feel like it's important to have as much collective data as you can. Yeah. I see. And I, I still see people sometimes talk online about when we talk about politics and they don't know where we lie. In terms of the political spectrum, which maybe it's just they haven't listened to us enough. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, I, I think as I've grown up, my political views have shifted several times. I think near the beginning of Super Mega, uh, when 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 I I would consider myself a lot more edgy. I think I was a lot more You're like uh, internet conservative, kind of in a way. I mean, I've I've always that vibe, not like I've been left. I've always been left, but I I think I was not as left when we started Super Mega. And I think just the older I got and the more I started to kind of understand myself as a person and the world around me, mm -hmm. I've become a lot more left. Yeah. Um and I'm I mean obviously there's no uh it's not a secret that I'm I'm well, I don't want to say like far left, but I'm I'm pretty left. Yeah, you have you have ve you very left leaning views. Yes. I'm I'm a big proponent of things like democratic socialism and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um which which Couple, couple, fifteen-year-olds on Twitter might not like me saying that, but just those are my views. Speak them. Um, well, it's important in a democratic society to have a wealth of different viewpoints so you can talk and discuss about them, so you can come to ultimately and, the best uh, solution, which we never come to in America. But that's the idea. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like if you're listening and and you are 
right-leaning or you don't like my views on politics, that's fine. That's okay. Yeah, Everyone right. has different views. And and there are some, like, as I, even on my side, you know, um, there are, there are people who suspect that I'm like, they're like, is Ryan like Republican or something? I've never considered myself Republican or conservative. Um, I, there are some of their values where I look into, but I, I'd say I'm definitely mostly left. And I, and most of like when in, in terms of, um, like politics, uh, democratic socialism is something that I also um, support in in terms of the idea, and I just I just kind of want to see things come together to where I can actually yeah. see how we would pull it off here. Yeah, um, it's it's an idea that I that I I like the idea of it. The idea of I mean? it, I think I I would like to see it implemented because I feel like it would make America a much better country. You know me. I mean, I think you would be feel very comfortable in saying that I am on the left. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but. I do have, I don't know. I, I find myself You're more center left. Maybe. Yeah, center left. Yeah, where I'm not saying that I don't support certain types of people. That's just I I'm not as. That's your worldview, though. You know. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't know how to explain it though. I'm trying to explain. It's weird. I don't know. I I know your political standings just because we're best friends. So yeah. I I I know where you stand on things. I'm not a a closeted cuck big, bigot. I would hope. I, I I feel like I'm not. I feel like I, I I look at things and I and I am very fair in how I look at them and oh, judge yeah, them. Yeah. Um and I know that's like self congratulatory, but I'm talking about like how I see things politically. That's how I view things. I, I try very to, analytical. Yeah. And it's hard because when 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 I was there was a point where I was very kind of going into like the left, but then like recently also, there's just some things that like people on the left did because of political motivations, and that I'm like, God damn it! Are you talking about stuff related to Bernie shitty. Sanders? No, uh, I'm I'm talking mainly about stuff related to COVID nineteen. Mm. There, there's a lot of stuff. President, most of the stuff President Trump did is awful, um, and a lot of uh, the Repub- like Republican Republican governors um, were misleading the public. But there are also, I think, Democratic leaders who were misleading the public to go out when they shouldn't have been going out. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I just feel like right now the reason like I've I've kind of been in a weird spot at home in a headspace because I see the seriousness of this pandemic that's going on. But every country and every state or somebody is using it for some political jab. When when everyone's looking away, it's a good time for for people that you know make their entire living off of taking advantage of systems and taking advantage of uh different things that w- what perfect time to take advantage of shit than when yeah. the entire world is you know so it's just kind of like i don't know i just i'm kind of sad just looking at things uh but it's it's glad that we're finally making steps i just feel like the underlying things that are going on are to help Rich friends of, yes. you, know, the, you know. And the steps that are being made should have been made over a month ago. Yes. We, America has massively <clears throat> mishandled this pandemic so far. And and I've, I see people, uh, I, I saw an interesting thing that was like, non-Americans, like, what does the situation in our country look like for the rest of the world? And they're like, yeah. people just say we look like idiots right now because of the handling of this pandemic. And it, we just like... 
Like, what are you doing? Like, we should. It, as such a was it as, Sweden? Who also? Yes, Sweden, Sweden. was stupid. It's Sweet, Sweden said like, oh, go to bars. Yeah, it's like okay. Um, of Recently, course, of course, Alabama. I, we, we, we don't need to talk about it, but we all know what the governor of Alabama said. Yeah, we just got news that it can pass. Did he find out it could pass through the air? Is that what he found out? And Florida. Florida was like, oh, I just found out uh, yesterday that it could be spread through. It's like, where where have you been? Dude? There's no surprise given it's Alabama. Yeah, those states are. Alabama is like, if there's one southern state where it's like, what what is the kind of backyard cousin in a doghouse? It's Alabama. <laughs> Alabama just like. It's their track record, man. Alabama just like Roy Moore, you know. It's like all right. It's like Alabama just kind of does it to themselves. And Alabama, there's many, many wonderful people from Alabama. Oh yes. Uh, I'm just saying, Alabama as a state uh, is doesn't have the best well. reputation. Neither does South Carolina. And I'll say one. Possibly, South Carolina has no. has has some of the worst Listen, crimes. I, I don't want to stand on like a like a like a high horse right now from South Carolina like oh being from South Carolina I understand yeah. South Carolina is pretty bad too. Um I think But that's that, all we're doing. We're just recognizing these states are off like not run well and also terrible things happen within these states that are are a highlight of the when culture are they weed. When are they um never. <laughs> well apparently I think I don't know if this is a you know, I'm, I have to be wary of everything you hear. That's why, remember, people, whatever we say, take it with a grain of salt. Also, I'm going to say something that you might disagree with that I has been up for debate about, you know, the whole states' rights versus, uh, you know, country, like government. Um, there is I, a problem with government getting too big. I think that a I will, national I, mandate for stay indoors, though, should be like, I don't think that should be a states' rights thing. I think if we want to stop this... Right now, well, everyone needs to be. I agree because even Fauci agrees. Like yeah. every state should be on lockdown. I mean, the the thing is, there we in America we do have the f not the narrative, but the basic kind. Of, we, we come from the roots of the words freedom. You know what I mean? Yeah, those are the roots of America. You know, it's it's fighting for our freedom, um, and then it was fighting to keep others in chains, but. Um, <laughs> I I love the contrast message of freedom, except for you people. You gotta be in except for the blacks. You gotta be trained up. <laughs> Excuse me, white people. Uh, uh, black blacks in Africa own, own slaves. Uh, um, uh. Did you know they were Irish slaves? Wait, Matt, are you saying that two things can be despicable at the same time? <gasps> no, no. <laughs> you can't. There, there isn't just one iconic despicable thing in all of the world. I there can be multiple instances. I have a cousin instances. that's like, you know, there were Irish slaves. I'm like, yeah. And, uh, okay, what's your point? Like, <laughs> I mean, it all comes from, stems from the kind of like the same thing, which is other. Yeah. So, yeah, it's racism. What about it? And, uh. I apologize. We've been talking so much political stuff. I feel like lately the podcast has been mainly politics and coronavirus, but that's just kind of been where we've been at lately. I know. It's not always going to be just politics and coronavirus. Ha ha. How many ha ha's did we have in this episode? Not too many ha ha's. It's been more just talk, just discussion. Also, here's the thing about it this way, audience. Um, I do have like a group, like I'll play uh, video games with Justin and Kelly um, and some other people sometimes. Uh, but most of the time, 
uh, I am alone. You you have social interaction with your roommates and stuff, but I'm not really given that much of a chance to like have this have long form discussion uh, outside of like playing video games with people. But then you're also focused on the game and you're just having a fun yeah. time. So there's a lot of things I want to talk with you know Matt about. Recording the podcast is a good like release of like things that we've seen all throughout the week on the news and yeah. have thought about and I like I like uh talking to you about politics and stuff. You're you're a fun friend to talk about this stuff with. I like talking about sorry, I was checking the time. I, I like talking about <laughs> I like talking about I had to get back to the mic. I like talking about politics with you because it's um it's it's not constant agreement i feel i mean yeah. we do agree on a lot because we do i think fundamentally we agree yes fundamentally we agree but i think on like there's little little things i feel like there's like little um details yeah yeah like it's just ironing out the details yeah, yeah, yeah. and i like that i like that i think it makes for uh an interesting conversation yeah and then you know anyway uh I hope that all of you are staying safe right now, staying inside, wearing a mask, washing your hands. And this is another reminder. Soap. I know we've done it so much, but maybe this will get to someone new. If you are currently, because there's a lot of people who are subscribed to Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, a lot of programs that maybe right now they can't afford to be subscribed to and they don't know it because it's on an automatic payment. And you may have um, Patreon set up that way for us. Um, if you're hurting financially, this is a reminder that you should unsubscribe from the Patreon if you are having financial difficulties right now. And even though it's only five bucks, take the money you can get. Yeah. And and it's been harder for us. Uh, April, it's April and maybe May. I'm not, I don't know. It, it's a little trickier to make stuff for Patreon right now when we can't be producing as much content as normal. There was a comment I saw recently where I was like, what? Where it was someone saying they're they're not watching anymore because uh, it's been like the same stuff recently, and in my head I'm like, one we've released not a, a lot of new stuff in the beginning of the year, and and two, are we not going through a pandemic? Do you not <laughs> see that it's we can't just go out in public and film, and we can't like do, we can't be as active as we were in terms of like going out to the grocery. Like think of drunk drawing. We don't have every. We're not a liquor store. We'd have to go out. And buy the alcohol necessary. Yeah, which, and we we do have more drunk drawing on the way too. We have some episode. Uh, we have one more episode yes. that's not out yet. It's just uh, we do want to film more, but we're being very careful. We're not, uh, you know, we're kind of waiting because it seems like if if things are really about to ramp up, we're kind of waiting to see like, do we wait until the peak is past? Do we, yeah. you know, we're still going to be releasing content. It won't all be Animal Crossing. We actually have several episodes of GTA edited. And ready yeah, to go. We, have we just wanted to get the big boost out. We should go ahead and start getting. GTA out, yeah. Because I I, I want to finish that game, and I've seen a lot of I've gotten a lot of DMs on Instagram. People are like, "Please bring back GTA." We are, we are. We got plenty of GTA on the way. Still, we just right with the whole Animal Crossing hype train. We were riding that hard uh, because we love Animal Crossing. So we're like, let's fucking just yeah. So we got we got more uh, diversity on the way for the channel. Yes. Uh, apologies to people that aren't a fan of Animal Crossing and feel like the past few weeks they haven't been able to. Uh, enjoy our channel as much because they just don't really care about Animal Crossing. Uh, we got a lot more on the way. And we have over a thousand hundred something videos on our channel right now. We have a lot of live Perfect action time. to watch. We're um, coming up on our fourth anniversary of Super Mega really? this month. Oh shit, when does this podcast come out? 
it might be within this week is our, our four four year anniversary of Superman. Was it April sixteenth? April sixteenth. Okay. Wow. See, I got that on lock. That's very strange. But anyways. Or April twelfth. April sixteenth. Maybe twelfth. April twelfth, twenty sixteen. Yes. Four twelve, twenty sixteen. Yes. Maybe. So. When's the first video uploaded? I don't know. We can check. It's that week though. And um I was on my phone for some reason. I forgot what I was gonna check. What was I checking? Can you look up the first Super Mega upload? How do I... I want to say it's April recent? 12th. Our last anniversary, the third one, was when we did a show in... What was our first... Oh, was it just like... It was just called Welcome to Super Mega, I think. Welcome to Super Mega. Or just go to our uploads and sort by oldest. Three years ago... April 12th, April 12th, 2016. So... The 16th is another day. Yeah. But it's... it's uh Yeah, we're coming up on four years. Holy shit. Uh, the growth we have experienced and uh, the adventures we have gone on uh, has been fucking awesome. Um, filming in the echoey Mark studio. Yep, that that the studio was so echoey. But damn, I still remember filming that video, very first Super Mega video with the with the big lights and the it was fun. Anyway, guys, thank you for sticking with us. For four years, we got plenty more on the way. Lots of big, lots of big things coming in the future. We love you so, so, so much. And the podcast is still gonna come out. Uh, Matt, yeah. do, do, am I? Do we know what music I'm putting on this to yeah. to be yelled? Am I gonna be yelled at for putting the music that I'm putting in on it? No. Is it the old music? No. What is it? It's "Every Time I Cry" by Dan Mason. Is it? How many times have we used it so far? Twice. Mm -hmm. Have you any complaints? I think it fits the podcast very well. It's kind of like a vapor wavy thing. It's the same it's the same guy that made the original podcast music. Okay. So this song. Yeah, here it comes. Oh, it's it's oh. it's going to crescendo. Is that what it's called? Is it? I don't know. I, I don't know the timing of this. You got to think of the timing of the end screen. Here it comes. Oh shit. Ah! Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.